You get an official-looking envelope in the mail, and the letter inside says you have applied for unemployment benefits. Problem is, you never applied, and you're still employed. It's fraud, and it's happening to lots of people. Here to talk about this is Mark Eichhorn, Assistant Director in the Federal Trade Commission's Division of Privacy and Identity Protection. Mark, did I describe a typical fraud situation correctly there? Yes, you did. It is a huge problem. There are lots of government agencies at the federal and state level trying to bring these criminals to justice. There's a federal task force that's addressing the issue, but it's a tough problem to go after all of these cases. How are the crooks doing this? Well, basically, they are using personal information, especially social security number and and individuals' names, to apply to state labor agencies to obtain benefits in the name of the individual. They're doing this to the tune of billions of dollars. From published reports, it appears that this is happening all over the country. Why is the problem seem to be increasing a year into the pandemic? Do you have any idea? Well, I'm not sure that it's increasing recently, but basically this was sort of the result of a perfect storm of sort of the need to get money out to people who are actually unemployed and to get money out to them quickly. At the same time, benefits were improved and extended. So it meant that these agencies were pretty overwhelmed with both legitimate claims and these fraudulent claims. I see. And it appears that some of the states have somewhat antiquated systems for handling unemployment benefits and Perhaps they're the most vulnerable. What can a consumer do if this happens to them, if they get word that they've applied for unemployment benefits when they haven't? Well, we provide a website called identitytheft.gov. It's a great resource for all kinds of identity theft. And if you go to the website now, there's a special tab for unemployment insurance victims. And the main advice for victims is to contact their state workforce agency, and we provide information on identitytheft.gov about where to go to do that in each state. And you want to let your employer know as well that you received some fraudulent notice in case they also may need to provide information relating to the theft. And then also just to sort of protect yourself from further harm, you might want to um, get a credit freeze for yourself as well. That's to freeze your own credit report. You can do that for free. You can lift it for free if you need to sort of temporarily apply for credit. But it's a good protection, even in the absence of unemployment insurance fraud, to make sure that you control who gets access to your credit. It seems like, in some cases, money is actually deposited into fraud victims' accounts before they get a handle on what's happening. And I assume they have to return that money to the state, right? I haven't heard of that type of circumstance. The typical situation is where the money is going directly to the identity thief. But certainly, if you got wrongful payments, you would have to return those, I'm sure. Unrelated to unemployment benefits, what other types of fraud are you seeing these days that seem to be perhaps growing? Well, basically, we had about 1,400,000 reports of identity theft last year, which is about double the number from 2019. The biggest surge related to this government benefits fraud, basically. But the other types of fraud that 
we typically see, you know, there's tax identity theft, which is a problem, especially a few years back, credit card theft, you know, opening new accounts and people's names that don't actually belong to them, that kind of thing. There's a lot of scams that follow scams. So be wary of people who are reaching out for personal information or maybe charging them fees to get government benefits. There's the new stimulus law that just passed. So be aware that you shouldn't be paying fees to people to get those funds. You shouldn't be providing personal information to people reaching out to you through text or email or phone on behalf of the government or what have you. If you want to get information directly, you can go to, again, identitytheft.gov. Mark Eichhorn, Assistant Director in the Federal Trade Commission's Division of Privacy and Identity Protection. Mark, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.